So, didn't catch the show on Saturday. Saturday. No worries. Here's what you missed on the Jimmy and Nate's show. Two, two, three, three, four. Good to have you, you guys. Or both of them. <laughs> what were you sighing? I thought we nailed the Sunday. I said Saturday. No, Grace yelled out oh. Saturday at the top of her lungs. I'll be honest, I was going to say Tuesday, then I went, no. Jim, you and but I, they, you and I nailed said it. Before, yeah, you guys were at Sunday, guys. Yep. Yep. And I heard that, mm-hmm. and then I was panicked. Can I just tell you, Jimmy's in a different state to us at the moment. He's on the other side of the country, and he managed to get it right. Yeah, I know. So, you know, someone, um, speaking of being in a different state, someone came up to me, uh, not someone I knew, just who enjoyed the show. <laughs> Um, and because that doesn't happen a lot, <laughs> usually it's complaints. Hey, cherish those moments, bro. Cherish those usually moments. It's people coming up going, You, 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 yeah, they go, yeah. you suck. <laughs> oh, no, not another one. Run. Um, no, so this was nice, it was different. Uh, so they, they were comp- complimentary, sure. uh, just saying they enjoyed the show and they, they went, Can I ask you something? And I said, Yeah. And they said, Um, Grace, produce Grace. And I go, Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. And they go, Um, she, she loves attention, doesn't she? She loves it when it's about her. <laughs> Oh, wow. So they yeah. do listen to the show yeah. then. Mm. Yeah, great. So and, sorry, uh, this was complimentary? Um, no, they complimented the show before. Here's <laughs> um, some feedback. Yeah. No, they went, yeah. oh, I love you guys. Uh, they said, you both seem really down to earth. Uh, I said, we're not. We'll just pretend. <laughs> they said some lovely stuff about the show, but then they said, oh, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah, what is it? They said, produce Grace. She loves us. She loves, like, attention. She loves us. And I went, yeah, no, no, she does. And um, they asked me a question, which I'd never thought to ask myself. And Nathan, I'm going to direct this at you. Sure. Because they asked me, and this is perfect because Grace just got the day wrong, right? She uh-huh. said Saturday. Yeah. And before, and you guys didn't hear it as we weren't recording, but Nate said, all right, guys, I've got to do the joke where I say, good to have you here. Yeah. And I'll go, yeah. And Nate goes, in. it's Sunday. That's us planning our bits, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Plan comedy. Yeah. Um, and so you, you did tell us Sunday, but then she says Saturday. So this person, I was like, oh, she loves, you know, and I go, yeah, she, she loves the being center of attention. And uh, they went, do you ever think that she, she always, she gets stuff wrong on the show all the time? And I went, yeah, she does. They go, do you ever think she's doing it on purpose just to get, like, oh. the spotlight on her? You know what I mean? So you and I go, what, Grace? How did you say Saturday? You know what I mean? Because if she just said Sunday, we would have moved on. She's looking at me like we finally uncovered her. No, <laughs> we not <laughs> looking at you. We figured it out. You've got the eyes if you've just been sprung. No, look, there's a lot going on inside this head, and it's... Oh, is, oh, there? is there? Yeah, that's what I mean. There's too much going on. Hello, so- is this thing on? <laughs> Have you tried turning yourself off and on again? No. So, do, okay, big question. Do you do it on purpose? No, I just... To get mm. lulls and, and to, yeah. to well, get... Well, you think like, that's the height oh, of comedy? That's me being like, you know what's going to be funny? This will like, get the guys oh, if I say the wrong day. It's another grace. <laughs> I do think it's, yeah. I mean, it's tired of comedy for you. <laughs> It's not even that funny. Are you doing a no, bit I, to I know. I'm not saying it is funny. <laughs> Neither was this person who came up to you, allegedly. No. But the couple of it was earlier. Then they were just like, yeah. And I go, oh, maybe sometimes. I was like. So, Grace, because you know when, when Jim and I tell stories, and we've admitted this, we put a bit of mail on it sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. make it better for radio. You guys do bits on purpose. Yeah. So, so you're admitting this is a bit on purpose. Was not a bit on purpose. And they say, you gotta say it's Sunday. But you just say Saturday. It's funny. It's right there. It's me, producer Grimes. Why do I sound like music? <laughs> Enjoy the podcast, you mongrels. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Whoa, end of the week alert, guys. Welcome to Sunday. Happy weekend, guys. Of course, welcome to the show. We are Jimmy and Nate. 
And uh, let me apologise to everybody because we were um, too enthralled in our own personal off-air conversations and then our uh, little jingle at the start uh, began and then I'm like, oh, crap, guys, we're on the air. <laughs> hey, you didn't need to apologise because we didn't miss anything. No, you're you so didn't right. Say anything, if you didn't say anything, no one would have noticed. Yeah, but that's the so thing, bosses, Jim. bosses, if you're listening, we're all cool, calm, collected, we're ready, everything's all good. But that's the problem with us, Jim. We're too honest. We're too yeah, honest we, with everybody. You are, mate. I've been lying for years. <laughs> You've never been ready for the start of a show, no, ever. I've, mate, I've not been ready for life. <laughs> Up until now, it's been a dress rehearsal. But from this point on, I'm ready. Yeah. We are, are we all ready, guys? Producer Grace, oh, are you I'm ready? ready. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, Jesus. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> you said that in a way that would indicate that you're not ready. Yeah, look, I was a bit distracted, I'll be honest. Mm. I was just having a look around. We've got a, a producer, producer Mitch, who's coming today to help out. He beat you in today. I know. I was, you know, when you wake up <laughs> and you're lying in there today. in bed and you're just like, I actually just don't want to get out of bed right now. I'm excited for work, but I, I want to just kind of stay wrapped up in my doona. Sorry, Jim, you made a good point at the start of the show. Bosses, if you're listening, God, I hope you're not. <laughs> yeah. Kind of regret tapping the microphone and encouraging them to listen because uh, this. Uh, oh, Grace, I love my job, but I'd just rather stay in bed. <laughs> No, it's two uh, separate things. You very much contradicted yourself. You're like, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. I mean, I love my job, but I just don't want to come in today, is essentially gonna, what you're saying. I'm going to try and defend Grace here. Mm. Um, Grace would rather sleep than do anything. It's, it's not a job so thing. True. No, like, it's not. Like, I'm gonna, so, Grace, I'd say, can, is your favourite musical artist Lady Gaga? Yes. Would that be fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to say that you had the opportunity, Australia, Grace had the opportunity to meet Lady Gaga, right? That, that was in the calendar. Let's just say it kicked off at 7am. Yeah. And you had an alarm. What time did the alarm go off to get ready? Uh, to get ready for Lady Gaga, probably yeah. 5.45. Mm. Okay. So 5.45, Grace would still snooze that for around 100%. 15 to a half an hour. Yep. And then yeah. I'd be like, I don't need to look like hot to see Lady Gaga. Obviously I do, but mm. in my head I would be making excuses being like, I can get rid of that. I can get rid of that. I can get a taxi instead of getting public transport. Like, yeah. I'm making all these excuses just to stay in bed a little bit longer. Well, you speak- just love, you love bed. I do. Yeah. Speaking of staying asleep, Lady Gaga, yawn, am I right, Jim? Oh, come <laughs> on. You can't even say that. That's just objectively not true. No, look, she's had some bangers, but what's she done recently? That's oh, no. Okay, to be oh, fair, hold my hand, the Top Gun one, oh. that wasn't her best. Oh, oh stay in actually, bed. I actually have a Lady Gaga story for oh, you, Grace, really? that I Totally forgot to tell you. I don't even know um, this. What are you about to launch into? Yeah, so um, when Nathan and I were at R&B Fridays, or, so Fridays Live um, in Melbourne, and the last one I think was last night, so massive yeah. round of applause. It's done. Uh, Fridays it. Live is done, guys. Well done to everybody. If Nathan, you can... Um, there we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go, guys. Give an applause for everybody. Well done. Um, so we're at Friday's Thanks Live. Thanks for holding on to that applause as well. Yeah, dude. no, I got, we got there, guys. <laughs> we appreciate so it. Friday's Live, um, now, I wasn't there for this, but um, shout out to someone we work with who was, who was retelling this story. So Akon was standing backstage waiting for his performance, um, sort of by himself, Grace. Mm. And uh, of those that don't know, Akon was the person who signed Lady Gaga to her record deal. She had a record deal. Um, she lost that. She was then singing. I don't think she was going under Lady Gaga Originally, and then she was like in a vocal booth. She would do demos for other artists. Akon heard her, um, and he signed her to Convict, which I think was under Universal. Mm. Could be wrong there. Um, but he was just backstage, Grace, just telling people about Lady Gaga. He's like, yo, let me grab you. I want to tell you Lady Gaga story. I and love he was just that. saying saying how wonderful she was, and like, but not pro- apparently it wasn't prompted. He was just <laughs> standing there, and he goes, you know what, everyone? 
I'm going to tell you some Lady Gaga stories. Oh, Do we want to hear some see? Lady Gaga stories? I love that. And that's just, just how infectious she is. Just see? people want to talk Grace, about it. Grace, if you weren't sleeping yesterday, you could have gone to Friday's Live and you could have spoken away kind of about Lady Gaga. There you go. Proves your point, Jim. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Uh, no, if producer Grace, free period products will be available in public places across Victoria. That is if, if Labor is re-elected at this month's state election. Mm. It was almost really good news. <laughs> I, thought, I was like, oh my God, when did this, this happen? This is huge, yes. Uh, okay. No, it, look, it is still good news, but I guess we have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, I, I, look, Dan, I don't know if you guys know, Dan Andrews, uh, current Premier, is very active on Twitter. This is how he announced he it. He announces most things. He loves on, a big, he loves a tweet, does he, Dan? Um, I'm going I'm to show you the tweet, but look how I got it. I saw it and I was like, that's, that's it. Oh, that's, that's intense. Um, oh, huge. Free pads and tampons in public locations. So that's what the tweet, it yeah. was like a f- giant photo. Okay. And I was like, wow. And I clicked on it and I went, well done, Dan. And then if you continue in like a thread underneath, he goes, that's what's available if you re-elect us. Oh, it's like the T's and C's when they say batteries not included. It really yeah. isn't. It? It's the yeah. small writing. Mm. But look, no, you are right, Grace. It is still great news. He's promised uh, to install uh, 1,500 product dispensing vending machines in public places like train stations, hospitals, libraries. Uh, this is uh, as Victorians prepare to go to the polls on November 26th. Uh, Andrew said it was the next step. That was after, I don't know if you remember, four million uh, tampons and pads had been dispensed in vending machines throughout Victorian government schools. So they That's did the great. schools, yeah. thing, if you remember. Now he wants to do it here. Um, it is It is also interesting because, you know, like during you know elections, like one side promises this and then the other side goes, mm. oh, no, it's a waste of money. We're not doing that. Mm. I haven't heard anything from the opposition yet, but I'm pretty sure this isn't one of those cases. Yeah, yeah sure, it's surely it's got to be one of those things where they've got to offer something match that matches surely, it. Yeah, yeah, surely they, they can match have it. To. You know, period poverty is such a serious thing. You know, it, it affects people that, that menstruate all over the country. But even as someone who, um, you know, does happen to have a period once a month and I am in a relatively privileged position in that I can afford to buy pads and tampons every month. Not, I mean, they're ridiculously expensive, but I can't afford to do it. But so many times I've been caught out being like, I don't have anything. And you yeah. have to go and ask around other people in the bathroom and be like, hey, do you guys have a tampon? I mean, speaking of that, because I mean, you just said how expensive a lot mm. of these products are. When you're then asking to borrow things from other people as well, I mean, you don't know their current situation mm. if you're asking strangers. Is that, do you feel bad asking that? Because you're like, I know these aren't cheap, it's but I need to one borrow one. of the one. thing I love about women the most. I have never, ever, ever been rejected a tampon. Of course. Yeah. yeah and I'd, I would be hard pressed to find someone that has would be like, mm, no, I'm actually holding on to these. Yeah. Like people are so <laughs> willing to just give to each other. But then, you know, you take into account people, other people's financial situations, people that are homeless, people that, yeah, don't have the money to fork out every month. Something like, you know, free people. Period care is such an important thing, and yeah. it would literally change the lives of so many people. You're so right. I mean, Jim, it would be interesting for the opposition to come out and go, ah, we can't think of something to go up against this, so we're just going <laughs> to... I mean, yeah. What I are mean, we going to do? Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> you know, they, the opposition indifferent, you know, whether it's state or federal, whatever, just come out and go, yeah, we'll match it. Um, so, yeah, maybe they will match it, maybe they do it. But, uh, I mean, no, you know what? They're afraid that they should match it or they should even improve it. That's no, what they absolutely, yeah. It should be wanting up each other. All right, well, we'll see what happens there, hey? The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. And we are 13 days, Jim, into the hairiest month of the year. November. Yes, Nathan, as you get the round of applause ready for the leader of the Mobart Mobros, a Hobart-based group that have been the highest fundraising team for Movember six years in a row. Individually, 
He has raised over fifty thousand dollars through Movember donations since two thousand six. I believe the Mobile Mobros have done over a million dollars. Wow! As a team. He's a friend of the show, and he's been running up the Point to Pinnacle. What is the Point to Pinnacle, I hear you ask? Well, that is the world's toughest half marathon. It is 21.1 k's up Kunai, Mount Wellington, in Hobart, with 1,270 metres of elevation. We are doing it next Sunday, yes, live on the show. We're broadcasting from Hobart at the start line, and this man is going to get us up that mountain. Please welcome to the show, Tommy Windsor! Tommy! Great to be here. How are we, boys? Bros. Nervous. Bros. We we are bloody nervous, Tommy. We were just talking off air. I can't but mate, it's seven days. Seven days and we David's here. He's a little bit later on after, yeah. after sorry, 8 a.m. Uh, this is Tommy Winter now, mate. We're talking about Vemma. Uh, I, I can't tell I'm the difference. I'm walking away. <laughs> oh! Bang. Yeah. Every Sunday well, morning. <laughs> we are on. I just, I don't know much about this. Can you fill me in? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. No, nah, I've got nothing else. <laughs> yeah, well, you've Sorry, named all the No, it's in my DNA to think of another one, so I'll oh, think of it. Oh, good, mate. And that was a new one, too. Thanks, yeah. producer mm. Grace. Give me a thumbs up outside. Uh, anyway, enough about the Craig David song puns. Uh, Tommy, <laughs> we're a week away from the world's toughest half marathon. Are you as underprepared as Jim and I? I think I think this is the year to be underprepared. I think the the, the the gradient on the mountain has changed a little this year. The road's a bit different. The conditions are up there are, are slightly uh, different to previous years. So this is the year to be underprepared, which is why I've underprepared Tommy, beautifully. <laughs> Tommy, how many how many times have you done it? The Point of Pinnacle. Uh, this will be. Th- 13. 13. Yeah. Okay. I, said, I said 21 before. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I'm not as old as you guys like to think. <laughs> Tommy's 45. I guys. was three and a half when I did my first point. <laughs> God, he's good. I told you he's good. Yeah. Well, Tommy, the reason I ask how many you've done is, um, for those that don't know, me and Tommy, we're actually in Hobart this morning. We're, oh, we're looking really? out. At Kunai, Mount Wellington. You She's hiding. You can't see She's it. She's hiding. You Come out from behind the covers. Completely covered in, in clouds. Um, the, the weather really affects how hard this race oh, is. Yeah, absolutely. The the worst year I've ever done, 2015. And, and you know, punters out there, all, I, I say 2015, they say, yeah, 2015. <laughs> yeah, it was a tough year. It was too too hot, you know. And the people of Mobart, they're not used to anything sort of above 16, 17 degrees, particularly at that kind of altitude. Yep. That elevation. Um, so I'm praying for a little bit of mist, a little bit of cooling mist. And yep. then as you hit the top, the clouds lift and you enjoy a crisp, cold Tasmanian the thing, the thing I love about the Point to Pinnacle, and you just mentioned it there, Jim, or alluded to, uh, Tommy at the end, the uh, when you're finishing and you're running through the mist, you're running through the clouds because the mountain is that high, you can't see anything. But all the all the uh, Movember supporters, all the Mobut Mobros, such as yourself, you all have cowbells. So you can't actually see where you're going, but you can hear the cowbells and you, you run the towards cows. the noise. Go towards the cows, absolutely, <laughs> and the cheers. And is there is there a bit honestly? Is there a better feeling than getting it? Like it's a, it's a grind. Yeah, it's it a is. massive yeah. grind. Like one thousand two hundred seventy one meters in elevation. There's one hill in this race. You know, yeah. there's one hill. <laughs> the, there's the, no flat. The mountain. Yeah, there is no flat. So how good is it getting to the top and that? That eruption of celebration and everyone cheering everyone else on. It's not a race. It's not like a competition or I don't do any other sort of running races. But everyone in that race is helping everyone else get to the top. And you get this sort of little juxtaposition after the springs, don't you? One one person will run past you, then the next car you'll run past them and give them a little, little pat up the hill and... You all get around each other. It's Tommy, great. Tommy, it's a real, like, you know, we, we are we are doing Movember, and if you do want to see some of that stuff, you can do Instagram at Jimmy and Aith. But 
I think it is a great way to to celebrate Movember and even you know for for people to come together. I mean, I mentioned it before. We are broadcasting live next Sunday before the race, but there is I don't know like magic in the air when everyone's there in the morning of and you know we're all there for different reasons because we have been touched by different things men's men's health whether it be prostate cancer whether it be um suicide prevention testicular cancer whatever it is there's my brothers my sisters all there you know raising money and and trying to you know support each other yeah look it is a fantastic feeling and and you remind me also of of the awesome stuff going on around Australia at the moment in this month. You know, we've got people doing sort of 60K efforts a day. We've got uh, yesterday there was an awesome group of the Tashed Up Bogans over in Perth doing a half marathon, (laughs) and they've been doing that for about 10 years. You know, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of stories of people around Australia doing some tough stuff in the name of promoting this cause and saying, we've had enough. Let's change the face of men's health together. Absolutely. Well, Tommy, we are pumped for it. This time next week, guys, we will be preparing to run up that mountain. Kunali, Matt Wellington in Hobart, the world's toughest half marathon. All in the name of Movember, guys. Of course, uh, remember, together, let's take on mental health and suicide prevention, prostate cancer and testicular cancer. Donate now, movember.com. Also, the number for the lifeline, guys, 13, 11, 14. Tommy Windsor, a massive round of applause. Look at these. Tommy's giving us their uniforms. Look at these. Yeah, look at those. That's the uniform that we'll be wearing. I love those. I had to wait to give those to you until your mows came out, but they are really blossoming. I love it. We did this last year, and Tommy, you gave us these women's... You gave me a size 12 women's V-neck last year. Do they not look good? Racerback. Nathan a racerback. Those shoulders... How's the shoulder blades of the lats? Uh, He flew up the mountain. I flew up the mountain because every time Tommy ran past me, he'd give me a big bum tap. That's why I was getting up the mountain that quick. Sorry, producer Grace has written through in the chat saying they were hot. So yeah. she was. Yeah, she she was knows it. Grace, you she saw me it. in that. Did you think that was good? A yeah, good looking... it really put your um, arms and like pecs on display, and it was a good look. For okay, you. but it's not a fashion show. I'm, I need something I'm comfortable. Always, says it can't always be, looking after you, blokes. <laughs> always looking after. How has he come out on top of this? All right, Tommy. <laughs> we'll see you next week for the Point to Pinnacle, guys. Uh, when we are live from the world's toughest half marathon, the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Please welcome producer Grace for a hit of golf. Poor Tones and I has had a rough week after discovering that squatters had moved into one of her Byron Bay properties. What? As in they broke in? Yeah, and they've been living there. (laughs) Not good. No, not what you want. Not what you want. It's always been my dream. Mm. To be a squatter or have squatters break into your place? Or, no, just like... or to have people break into Tones and I's place. Well, <laughs> which part of this story has been your dream? <laughs> Neither of those. But I love where your heads are at. I've always had this dream of people breaking into Tones and I's place. Just to no, be clear. No, because I've, I've always, because um, you know, I love like basketball, I love the NBA, and a lot of those like big time players have multiple mansions around the US, right? Mm. Mm. But they don't live in all of them, right? So they're just oh, left having unattended. multiple houses is your dream. I really did not think oh, that. Yeah, you weren't clear from the outset there. I'm like, Paul, no, Jim, no, why are you I against Tones and I? <laughs> It's like, I've been trying to break into her house for months. Um, did you guys see as well? I, don't, I, don't, I think it might have been Friday. at mm. um, So Friday night at RB's uh, at Friday's Live, um, Macklemore announced that Tones and I is going to be supporting him on his yes. world yeah, tour. Did you see huge. that? I did. Um, yeah. Producer Mitch out, outside actually told me about that. He said he was watching it on TikTok and everyone looked real shocked and excited. So well, so on stage, so Macklemore's like, all right, guys, I want to tell you a real secret. Don't film this. And I, that's how I saw it online. <laughs> everyone filmed it. And, and well done, yeah, for telling a fair. Festival of people don't film. What do you think the first thing they do is? <laughs> and he's and he's the last, like he's a headliner, so everyone's yeah. boozed up by that point. So everyone's like, oh, not film, I'll get me phone out. 
But so he says, look, huge surprise for, surprise for Tones and I. You're going to support me uh, on, on my tour. And, she, and she's crying. She's really emotional. But in my head, I'm like, would that be something you need to run by someone? Oh, surely. Just mm. surprise them with that. Oh, no, 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 suggesting that there's a bit of mayo on this and no. they probably had did some no, work no, no, behind no. the scenes. No, no, no. She wasn't crying because of that. She just found out there were squatters in her house. So she was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Nice. Producer Grace, is she there? Yeah, well, she's running in now. I love what, I love it when she has to gallop into the studio. You right, mate? Hey, yeah, I'm good. Take a big breath. Puffed, are you? From your <laughs> 10 metre. Oh, mate, 10 metres is generous. It's about seven. <laughs> it's probably five. That's why she's not doing the point of bidding next way. <laughs> she can't She'll be a... there at the, at the start line if you want to meet Producer Grace. Yeah. That's, that's about it. That's if, you it. Want, if you want to fly down to Hobart to meet Producer Grace. <laughs> hey. People love Producer Grace. <laughs> oh, they do. Someone did message us and, mm. and went, where's Producer Grace? When? As in just and like in general, where is she? <laughs> like what's her address or where is she right now? Like a GM location? Where it is she from, like spiritually? Like I, It was in the, <laughs> is it the pending request. It was from ages ago, so I don't know what it was in relation to, but it just mm. said, where's Producer Grace? What we should do is get an Apple AirTag, put it on your pants <laughs> so we know where Every, she is at all times. And everyone could log in. <laughs> If you ever need her, this is where she are. Um, all right, uh, Nathan Producer Grace, a woman has sparked debate online after she, she described a family who wore pyjamas to breakfast as inappropriate and grim. Uh, grim? <laughs> the bloody reapers uh, arrived at breakfast. <laughs> egg scramble, thanks. Uh, the woman described how she recently witnessed a full family uh, leaving their hotel room in pyjamas at 9 in the morning, 9am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, she asked online if this was an appropriate thing to do. This is what she wrote online. Uh, last night I stayed overnight in a city centre hotel and a family all came down to breakfast wearing their pyjamas looking like they had just jumped out of bed. It was 9am, so still had time to shower and dress before breakfast finish. Am I being unreasonable to think that this is not appropriate? I believe it's inappropriate and grim. Oh, Karen, shut up. Who cares? So I'm kind of in a weird position because I'm like, I don't think you should wear pyjamas to a buffet, but this woman sounds so awful that I'm like defending the pyjama family. You don't need to call it grim and then put up a big thing. Honestly, wear your pyjamas wherever you want. As long as you're not sitting there nude, you know, like as long as you're not sitting there nude. If you if you sleep sleep naked, yeah. you can't wear your underwear if you're to the, the hotel. <laughs> if, you're at, if you're at the bloody Birch Muesli and you're there with you know everything out and hanging around, going, hang on a minute, that isn't one of those pre-cooked chipolatas. What is going on? No, that is not okay. If you're in your PJs in a hotel, who cares? You're on holidays. Relax, guys. I don't, I, I, how do you guys feel about people wearing pajamas like elsewhere outside? Because I'm I'm a big believer on it. De- it depends on the type of pajama. 100%. Yeah, if I it agree. if it can pass as not pajamas, it's fine. Like mm. I have a top that I wear, and you guys know oh, the top. God, and that does not <laughs> satisfy that rule. It does. Yeah, it so doesn't no, it look doesn't. like a pajama top. It's the worst top I've ever seen. It looks like you've taken it straight out of like a charity bin on your way in. <laughs> it's a nice pajama top, right. and it looks nice. like it wouldn't be a pajama top. No, it, no, is. it doesn't. <laughs> it's got that crappy little fur bits on it. So Wait, what are you talking about? You know, you know this, like when you've got a really old top that you don't wash and it's got like No, you're that... talking about a different top. Oh, so you've got a few of them. Maybe. I do, apparently. <laughs> My favourite thing is if, if Grace does snooze, and we already mentioned this later, uh, earlier in the show, um, she loves to hit snooze on a phone, is that if, if she keeps hitting it enough and she doesn't have time to get ready, she'll just throw a jacket or a jumper over her pyjamas. Oh, yeah, that's when you know I'm really pushing the line. Yeah, it's like 35 degrees and Grace has got four layers on so we don't see her pyjamas underneath. Yeah, because I want to ask on 131060, where do you or where did you wear the pyjamas? Mm. 
because I'm just interested. Because I've, I've, Australia's Jimmy. I've never had the confidence. I'd love to just you know rock up at the shops with you know some mugs, some uh, some boxes I've on. I've done it many times. Just an old t-shirt. Well, I remember that time. I mean, speaking of being late to work, there was a time we used to work when we worked at a different radio station, Jim, and I had to help somebody push the buttons, and mm. I was so late I slept in. I rocked up in boxer shorts. That's it. Yeah, so All I had only, on was boxer shorts. Nath only sleeps in boxer shorts. It could be the middle of winter, mm. and Nath is still, you just, you're a big sweaty beast. And I rocked up to push the buttons and turn the microphone on, and I was standing there at like, what, 6am on a Tuesday in boxer shorts, just so remember, I could be like. Remember you rang me, yeah. Grace, he rang, this is pre-Grace, we didn't know Grace then, mm. PG, and he rang me and he goes, Jim, I've just woken up. <laughs> What do I do? <laughs> and I went, and I went. Well, just head straight into work, mate. Like you know, just let them know, and you'll be fine. And I goes, okay. And we did. We both worked there doing different things. And then I saw him, and he's just in boxer shorts. And he's like, "What are and you I, doing?" I'm like, well, "You told me to go straight to work." I, I love you, but if you have time to call Jim, you have time to pull a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, no joke. He went I in sans t-shirt. <laughs> Just, just boxer shorts and thongs. It was he either call, on. it was either call Jim or it was put a shirt on. I didn't have, and I you made, couldn't have it there on speaker nah, while you're putting the t-shirt on. <laughs> the best bit was we went downstairs afterwards. So Nath pushed the buttons for someone, another radio guy, and we went downstairs afterwards. And I was like, "Geez, I'm, I'm starving. Having our breakfast." And I went, "Yeah, cool. We'll go. We'll go get a coffee." Go get um someday, and so Nathan walks down to his car, Grace, and he has a whole gym outfit in his car, and he goes, "Just let me chuck this on, so I don't walk to the cafe in my box." I don't look like an idiot at the cafe. Thirteen ten sixty, jump on the phones right now. Where did you or where do you wear your pajamas? The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Uh, we just asked thirteen ten sixty, where do you or where did you wear the pajamas? This is after a woman has sparked debate online after uh, she had a go at a family who was staying in a hotel. They walked down to the breakfast buffet in their pajamas. Uh, we were chatting about it earlier, Nathan. I'm I'm a fan of wearing pajamas if they look like if they look okay. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I, I, I don't want those that. holy because I wear I wear like I usually buy boxes, but then I'll wear like an old t-shirt. That's I don't really spend well, me, a lot of money on. And me, it's just boxes. That's all I have. Yeah, so, you don't even have a t-shirt. As long as it looks reasonable to walk outside, I'm fine. And all, I'm fine mm. with Ugg boots. I know people are like, oh my god, so, so like, tacky. Who cares? And also, if you're buying some of that like Peter Alexander stuff, right? And it's nice, right? It is. It's mm. nice. They've got collars and buttons, I know, right, mate? You can play golf in that stuff, but, except on a golf course. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you need yeah. a button. <laughs> that's pretty much black tie. <laughs> um, but if you're spending that much money, right, and you and you your bloody pajamas have got buttons and collars, you wear that wherever you want. Oh, mate, where, who black cares? tie ball. It doesn't matter. Play golf in it, whatever you want. <laughs> Is that the little Peter Alexander sausage dog? Oh my god, you're yes. so fancy. Uh, all right, let's go to Tabitha. Uh, Tabitha from Tweed. Hi, Tabitha. Hi. Who are you? We're good. Where did you wear the PJs? Well, I do it quite a lot. I've got like um, a long pants set, you know, like the skims, you know, the Kardashian things that looks like you've just broken out of jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My husband says I look like a mental patient, but um, <laughs> I wear them to the movies all the time because they're just so comfy. Yeah. And, and, you know, I am from Tweed, so it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll shout out the good people of Tweed. We love the Good that. people of Tweed. Um, well, I mean, Tabitha, you make a good point. When you're at the movies, first of all, it's dark. Second of all, you want to be comfortable. There's nothing worse than sitting uh, through like a three-hour movie and, and, you're, un- and you're uncomfortable, oh. Tabitha. Yeah, and you don't want to wear undies. <laughs> Whoa, okay, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the old hand in the popcorn <laughs> trick. What's Tabitha's going on in Tweed? Ah, no undies. No undies. Freeball and Tabitha. Watch it again at the cinema. 
Christmas. What's going on? Uh, well, I don't think that's. T- but you know, uh, I know what you're saying. Uh, well, it's a term. You know, what it, I mean? is, it is. It is. It's it a means term. Not to wear underwear. Uh, Noelia from Hanson. Noelia, where do you wear the PJs? Oh, hello, hello. Lat. Look, this wasn't intentional. So I had my daughter Bella and her friend Freya, both just underage at the SB. Okay. So, um, I, and I had to pick them up, right? So yep. anyway, it was. I had strict, strict, strict. You know, not strict about the underage, strict about the curfew. Had mm-hmm. to pick them up at twelve thirty. Drive all the way down to the SB from Hampton in the car. I'm 12.30, I'm ringing, 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 no answer, nothing. I'm ringing the friends, no answer, nothing. I'm like, and I'm in my pyjamas, of course, in the car, in my slippers and my pyjamas. Mm, and I'm like, uniform. what do I what do? I do? What do I do? Anyway, there's a line out the SD, all, all these kids trying to get in. So I parked my car, broke up in my pyjamas, jumped the whole queue, and basically said to the bouncer, I need to get in there and get my daughter out. <laughs> and he'll, he'll let me in there, so... Anyway, the place was crowded, the music was pumping. I couldn't help but to do a little dance to, you know, some Abbott song that was playing. <laughs> found, found my daughter and her friend. Uh, there were a few boys involved. Anyway, <laughs> said, honey, it's 12 you need to go home. And so, yeah. Um, oh no! So oh, you what, 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 did, what, did, what did your daughter say when you you suddenly appeared in the club and you're in your pajamas and your slippers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. It, it wasn't pretty. She's in the car right now with the same friend, and she said, "There's no way you're going to ring the radio station and tell them the story." And I said, "Oh my God, just watch me!" You know, we're on our way to a marker, and um, they went to the NB last night, and they're both here sitting with they're, they're right there over age now. They're eighteen now. They finished their VCE. It's all good now. I was a bad mum for a short period of time. No, Noelia, you're but, a fantastic mum. You know what? You can did you, a great Noelia, job. Noelia, Noelia, can you put your daughter on? Can you put your daughter yes, on? She's here. Say hello. Say hello. Bella hello. and Freya, say hello. Hi. Hey Bella what, and Freya, what, I'm so sorry. You, what did you What did you say to your mum when she rocked up at the club trying to tell you to go home? I told her I'm moving out. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast live around the country. You got the Jimmy and Nate Show back tomorrow night, guys, nine to eleven. Yeah, what's wrong with us? We do mornings, we do nights, but we love it, mate. We love it. Talk to me? No, I'm just talking to the other guy. I'm just talking to my other co-host. We love it. Hey, mate, don't, you don't speak for me. You don't speak for me. You hate it. This is a, we're twisting your arm every day. I don't hate it. I mean, just, I don't ever love it. I mean, it's, a, I mean? it's a paycheck, isn't it? There, yeah. are, there are feelings in between love and hate. You know what I mean? You can just go, eh, that's all right. Uh, no, if it is Sunday, uh, there's something we do each and every Sunday, and it's this. Yeah. You're right, mate. Oh, we, we heard that. <laughs> You're right. I can't turn my mic off. <laughs> you have a few durries during the Craig David chat, did you? <laughs> Me and Craig just stepped out, have a bit of a continue the chat. Um, <laughs> it is Dad Joke Sundays. Mm. Australia, we'd love for you to get involved. Uh, we just think it's a great way to wrap up the weekend um, with a little bit of a laugh. 
Um, it's also a great way to start the week. You know what I mean? You're maybe feeling a little bit apprehensive, a little bit, oh, God, Monday tomorrow. Oh, my Garfield's arrived. Just forget about that for the moment and have a laugh. So 131060, if you do have a joke, uh, we'd love for you to get involved. Uh, Nathan, I've got a couple, if I, if I can. Yeah, mate, that'd be your show, apparently. Um, um. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but um, my wife, mate, my wife, yeah, mm. she's, uh, she's been putting glue all over my gun collection. Oh, I hate it when she does that. Mm. Mm. Just um, now, look, she is denying it, but I am sticking to my guns. <laughs> she got you. She's denying it, but I am sticking to my guns. <laughs> You're sticking so. to them, mate. You're sticking to them. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Uh, Nath, do you uh, do you do you know why the um, the sad ghost used the elevator? Why did the sad ghost use the elevator? I don't know why. No, to lift his spirits. <laughs> Clever. Well done, mate. You're on Thanks, today. Mate. This is yes. why we do it. See? And now mood instantly lifted, lifted around the country. Yeah. And Just Australia- like that sad ghost. <laughs> and Australia, this is your opportunity now. 131060. Jump on the phones right now. We need your dad jokes. And uh, just to make it a little bit better for everybody as well, the best dad joke is going to score themselves a $200 athlete's foot voucher as well. <laughs> Pressure is on, Australia. 131060. We want your dad jokes. We want them now. Jump on the phones. The Jimmy and Nate Show. Podcast! Oh, Dad. Oh, Dad. No, Dad. Look, I would like to apologise earlier. Uh, hey, guys, it's Jimmy. <laughs> I, uh, I coughed. Um, and look, I didn't think it was that bad. But uh, our boss, Big Boss Son, just oh. messaged you and said, Jesus Christ, that cough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we said, you were, I mean, you were that excited after Craig David's performance, you need to let off some steam. Had a few Winnie Blues up on the uh, world famous rooftop. Uh, I've, been, then... I've been under the weather. We do late <laughs> nights as well. I miss Thursday's show. Um, I'm not feeling great about it because we're running the point to Pinnacle as the world's toughest half marathon next Sunday. Sure. I went for a, I went for a five k run yesterday and chuff the lungs. I wasn't well. <laughs> Just seeing how a half marathon um, is twenty two of those kilometres. So and up yes, a hill. No, so you're right. Five k's five k's flat. Okay. Just letting you know you got the training to cap, Captain Obvious. <laughs> is he? Well, just Thanks. letting you letting you know five k's. On a flat surface. That's what. I'm, that's the point I'm making. Yeah. What are you trying to say? I'm are you just, doing a bit? No, rein, a bit? reinforcing that you oh, might be in a bit of trouble, big fella. I, <laughs> mate, 21.1K is 1,270 metres of elevation. I've got a week. I'll be fine. Uh, look, it is time for dad jokes. I've got one more if I can, Nate. Go ahead. Um, just before we go to the phones. Um, my uncle, uh, he just uh, he bought two dogs. Just got two dogs. Actually res- rescued them from a home. Sure. Um, but he didn't like their names, so he renamed them. He named them uh, Rolex 1 and Rolex 2. Okay. Yeah, there yeah. is uh, watchdogs. <laughs> uh, that's good. Nah, yeah. you weren't like, you didn't like it. It's yeah, fine. well, no, I felt like I had to go at you with the running, so I had to yeah, give you a fake laugh. I, I just feel like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, I feel like you've got a friend sitting in the studio and you're trying to impress him. That's that's how I feel He's right your He's your friend too. I don't have any friends. <laughs> Gay from Everglass and hi Gay, we got you there. Hi, how you going? We're good. You got a dad joke for us? I sure have. Go ahead, Gay. How does a butcher introduce his wife? How does a butcher introduce his wife? How's that, Gay? Meet Patty. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Gay's laugh afterwards, I think, was the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you like that one, Gay? I love it. I love it. <laughs> How many times do you tell that one, Gay? Every time I've had a drink. <laughs> Just, I hope you haven't had a drink this morning. <laughs> That's early. Uh, Alex from Craigie Burn. Alex, you got a dad joke for us? I do, I do. Uh, have you heard of the pharaoh who used to fart before entering a room? <laughs> the- Sorry, the, the pharaoh that used to fart before entering a room. 
Yeah. His uh, name was Toot and Come In. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Live around the country, Sunday morning, you have got the Jimmy and Nate Show. Quitting time, Jim. Quitting time. Quitting time. Yeah, look, uh, we are wrapping it up. Uh, we are going to finish the show we do every time. every Each and every way. We finish it with a little show rating. Rated out of 10, give our reasons why. Um, I have to, guys, producer Grace, I have to give it a 10 out of 10 because we had Craig David on. Yep. Uh, he's an absolute delight. Uh, one of the one of my favourite interviews. He's just a just a delightful person. And he gave us so much time as well. That's why I love him. I mean, we still have another. Oh, there's a there's a video on our Instagram, and he didn't have to do this. Where he just um, he gave out a shout to Movember, uh, our run. Uh, we're doing the show live next Sunday from uh, Kunai, Mount Wellington. Actually, we do it from the bottom. We're running up. <laughs> it's in Hobart, Tasmania. God, I wish we could run down it. That would be. <laughs> we just broadcast on the top. And go, ah, um, no, but he, he shouted that out. You can see it. It's just yeah. Awesome bloke, 10 out of 10 for Absolutely. me. Uh, look, it's a 10 out of 10 for me as well. I mean, uh, you just spoke about Craig David, but also shout out to Mitch, who's been helping us out on the phones as well, producer Mitch, but also my 10 out of 10, yeah, round of applause, Jim. And also this round of applause goes to Gay, who called the show as well and told the meat patty joke, but her laugh afterwards, I mean, gave me the biggest smile that I've had all show. I just so. have such a soft spot for anyone that cracks himself up. <laughs> I think it's so fun. Is that why you work on this show? Because yeah. we're constantly laughing at ourselves? constantly laughing at yourselves, yes. <laughs> so well, just quickly, I have, I have one more joke. This mm. one was for Grace, okay, but good. I knew you were busy oh, yeah, earlier, yeah. so... Um, I may have told this on the show before, but for those who don't know, Grace loves birds. I do. So it is a bird joke. Okay. Uh, what do you call two birds stuck together? I don't know what. Velcros. Adios, <laughs> <laughs> Australia! That's it! But don't worry, you can follow Jimmy and Nate on the socials. At Jimmy and Nate and catch the show. Weekdays from 9pm across the Hit Network and on the Listener app. Or, if you see them... Just give them a little kiss kiss. Mwah.